When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again, and welcome to The Roads with Bo. It is uh, December 3rd. This is episode 16 of The Roads Not Taken, which is a weekly series where we go through the previous week's events and take a look at news that was unreported, underreported, or it will serve as context later. In some cases, it's just something I found interesting. Um, after that, we will uh, go through some questions from y'all. Okay, so starting off with foreign policy. Reporting suggests the EU will press China about its support of Russia. And the real concern is that some Chinese companies are helping Russia sidestep the sanctions. The reporting suggests that if the European Union cannot get some kind of commitment from China on this, that some of these Chinese companies may end up on the next sanctions list. We're, we're probably going to find out how, uh, how far that friendship with no limits thing is really going to go here. Okay, the term active defense is being used instead of the term offensive by Russian of officials. The terminology change is uh, believed to be designed to lower expectations of felled Russian offensives. Um, that's active defense. That, that's, that's new. Okay. India and the United States are experiencing some increased tensions right now after the United States charged an Indian national in a hit-for-hire plot. Further complicating things is the accusation that the uh, that the whole thing was directed by an Indian intelligence officer, um, and the plot was to take out at least four people in two different countries. This does seem to echo Canadian allegations from earlier. Now, while long-term damage to the relationship between the United States and India or Canada and India is unlikely from this. Um, the trial will create a situation that generates public interest and it may create a political situation that is hard to control. The, the real relationship isn't going to change much though. That seems just incredibly unlikely. Um, okay. So, moving on to U.S. news, Trump, in what I'm sure he will call another uh, sarcastic moment, said, quote, From that day on, our opponents, and we have a lot of opponents, but we've been waging an all-out war on American democracy. We know. We know you have. Uh, we're, we're aware of that. Uh, it's just weird to hear it said. 
I, I'm sure that he misspoke, um, but I would imagine that that little sound bite is going to be used over and over again as, uh, as time moves on. Okay. A pro-Palestinian demonstrator set themselves on fire in, uh, in Atlanta outside the Israeli consulate. Keller, who is an Olympic gold medalist, wound up avoiding prison and was given a combination of home detention, probation, and community service for his role in uh, January 6th. The inmate who stabbed Chauvin, uh, the cop in the George Floyd case, um, the cop was stabbed 22 times, and that inmate has been charged with attempted murder. Democrats are launching a super PAC in New Hampshire to encourage residents to write in Joe Biden's name. Biden's name will not be on the ballot because New Hampshire is not following the DNC rules. This is probably the only chance for candidates like Marianne Williamson or Dean Phillips or anybody else who who wants to actually primary Biden. This is their chance to make a splash um, and get some momentum. So it, it puts them on a more even playing field. If uh, if they're going to make a move, they need to do it in New Hampshire, and they've got a limited amount of time to get the things rolling there. Okay, Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman on the Supreme Court, has passed away. Um, in Texas, a Texas judge has ordered the release of records related to the law enforcement response at Uvalde. I would expect appeals on that. It seems that... Uh, it seems that the authorities have a vested interest in keeping that information uh, quiet. Let's see. Oh, just in case y'all can hear it, that's rain. For those who miss the rain on the tin roof, it's actually something you can hear now if it is uh, raining hard enough. In cultural news, uh, MAGA seems to be gearing up for another one of its super successful boycotts. Uh, this time, they're apparently looking at Walmart. Uh, I guess it's because Walmart might be pulling their advertising from Twitter, and but it supports Pride, and this has caused a an issue. Um, I feel like getting MAGA to boycott Walmart is going to be a big task. Certainly seems like it. In, in related news, Elon Musk said that advertisers should uh, go um, have fun with themselves if they were going to try to blackmail him over content concerns. And if you've missed that whole thing, uh, 
there appears to be a number of major companies that are pulling advertising um, from Twitter or X. Uh, so that's um, that. That's the development there in environmental news. So at uh, COP28, an agreement on methane is just being trashed, and it's being called greenwashing. In an open letter, a whole bunch of environmentalist groups, um, they referred to it as, quote, another set of hollow voluntary pledges. Basically, there was a feeling that this was the chance to do something, and it didn't happen. Um, in oddities... The government of Nicaragua has seemingly accused the director of the Miss Nicaragua pageant of rigging the pageant so anti-government contestants would win as part of a plot to overthrow the government. I, I didn't really read too much beyond that. Um, I don't know if that's as silly as it sounds or not. That's something I'll have to look into tonight or tomorrow morning. But just the, uh, just the framing of that, um, I mean, I can't wait to see the headlines, the, the beauty queen coup or something like that. All right, moving on to Q&A. Quick question. I hear a lot that Trump will never be asked by his lawyers to testify or be on the stand. Can Jack Smith call Trumps to the stand? Um, that's not going to happen. Um, so Trump has made a lot of promises saying that he's going to testify. I, I don't believe he will. I, I really don't. Not if he has a, uh, not if he has any alternative. Bo, while watching your videos, it's possible for the viewer to cover your face with their hand and lip read your beard. I'm going to be honest, I have no idea what that means. Um, the most important and difficult question you'll ever be asked. Where is Springfield in The Simpsons? Can't answer that, can you, Mr. Smarty Pants Know-It-All? Uh, according to the show's creator, it's based on a town in Oregon. However, um, if you're looking at the show and you're just going off stuff in the show... Um, it's, it's in North Dakota. In one of the episodes, Mo, the, the, the character Mo, um, he said that he moved there because the town zip code spelled something out on a calculator. 80085 is not a zip code. However, 58008 is, and it's in North Dakota. Okay, Gen Z viewer here. Most of my fellow young leftists are in strong debate over the efficiency of presidential voting as risk reduction. When your two choices would do nothing to stop the slaughter of civilians, where does the power of choice really lie for those of our mindset and objectives? I personally am hesitant to commit to that idea, but I don't have the heart to argue against it like I did in 2020. I'm a black American, so voting between the lesser of two evils isn't something 
people like me haven't had to do for decades. But if every presidential race is a vote to save democracy, doesn't that mean democracy is already toast? Okay, so, um, wow. I'd like to point out, I don't tell people how to vote. Um, okay, so, I mean, this, this appears to be a question between voting or not voting, is what it looks like. It, it doesn't seem like this is one talking about a protest vote or something for a third party or something like that, when your two choices would do nothing. Um, think about if it, if it was me and this was the dilemma I was faced with I would um, I would look at it like okay you're a leftist both candidates support capitalism right so that's not something you expect to see a difference with um, and and when it becomes something that's accepted like that, it just cancels each other out and you look to harm reduction in that fashion. When it is this issue and you don't feel that they're doing enough, um, I mean, I, I can see how that's a little bit different. So, I mean... If your view is that there is no difference between the the two candidates on that issue, and that issue is a priority for you, and this is for any issue, obviously, then you, you can either look at it through the lens of, well, it cancels each other out, so move to the next issue that's important to you, or you could say it's a deal-breaker. I mean, those, those are your options. But if every presidential race is a vote to save democracy, doesn't that mean democracy is already toast? No. Democracy is advanced citizenship. Um, it, it's not... The problem is that people believe democracy will sustain itself based solely on voting. It will not. Voting is the least effective form of civic engagement. It's the one that is most commonly used, but it's, it's the least effective. It's not enough to keep democracy functioning. Um, I have said, I've said since before Biden won, that if people want an end to Trumpism, it has to be defeated soundly at the polls. Nothing else is going to do it. It's not going to be, you know, eking out a victory. It's not going to be something that can be framed as it being close. They have to be rejected and rejected again. Um, and either it has to be a continuous losing strategy, which so far it has been, um, or it has to be something that is just so lopsided, it's such a landslide for the candidate who isn't MAGA that they they give up on it. I mean, please understand, many of the people who support this, they're not actually 
the people who are ideologically the far-right authoritarians. They're opportunists. They don't actually believe in it. They just view it as a means to get power. Um, if they can't get power that way, they'll change their rhetoric. Okay. Wow, this is a long one. I was driving down the highway just out of a more rural area coming into the highway of a more urban area. There was a van stop slightly diagonal in the road. I was able to put on my flashers and park. It had just got dark. So I approached the driver and the front is smashed in with no other vehicles around. I can see the outline of the driver kind of bobbing his head. Okay, so this person came up on a, a, a vehicle accident. And they got out the call. It looks like law enforcement had been informed of the vehicle, but they didn't know anybody was still inside of it. They thought it was an abandoned vehicle. Um, help showed up, but the person did not feel like they, they handled it well. Um, what do I need to do to not feel panicked in that or similar situations? What should I have in the car? Um, okay, so if, if you're looking for, if you're looking for training, I'm a huge, a huge advocate of something called the, the woofer, the wilderness first responder, those courses, they're a little bit more expensive. Um, but it's kind of the MacGyver's first aid course. Um, that's, that's the one that I would suggest taking, um, and then once you've taken something like that, then you can build your kit from there. You'll know what you'll need. It, it doesn't do a whole lot of good to have the, the medical equipment if you don't know how to use it. So the first part is training. And if, if you don't want to do the woofer or you see that price tag and you're like, wow, there are online courses there are Stop the Bleed courses. There's a whole bunch of stuff that is an introduction. Um, and that's... For what you're describing here, it, it would have helped. And it would have answered your big question about whether or not you can move that person. Um, okay. Is it uncomfortable when two people who have been on your channel and who you obviously like are publicly fighting? <laughs> They're both strong-willed women. I feel like that would be uncomfortable. Well, it wasn't until I was asked to comment on it. <laughs> um, okay, so if you don't know what's going on, the Democratic Party in Florida, um, who is uh, led by somebody who has been on the channel, has basically kind of said, well, we're not really going to do a presidential primary. We don't need to. Um, obviously, Marianne Williamson is not happy about this. Um, I mean, realistically, both of them are doing what they think is right for the position that they are in. Um, I have... I understand the the position of the Democratic Party here. 
Um, when you look at the polls, you know, people talk about how it's inevitable that Trump becomes the nominee because of how he is doing in the polls. When it comes to the Democratic primary, Biden's actually doing even better than Trump. Um, the, it's a pretty big lead. So I get it. You don't want to have a bunch of mudslinging and negative energy out there about your candidate. The tradition is the incumbent already won the primary, the one that led to them being elected. All that being said, I, I'm also kind of a fan of the option being there. <laughs> um, to me, whether or not the decision to do this and basically just say, you know, Biden won without any voting, it's it's really going to depend on what happens in New Hampshire, which we've talked about in this video, which is nice. Um, Biden's not going to be on the ballot. He's going to be a write-in candidate. If Biden still wins as a write-in candidate... I mean, that, that's a pretty clear indication that there's a lot of support for him. If a different candidate wins or even comes close, it would probably make sense to re-examine this decision. Um, so I, I would wait and see what happens in New Hampshire and, and go off of that before any firm decisions are made. But... I would like to point out I'm not the uh, the leader of the Democratic Party, and I, I'm not running for president. <laughs> um, they are they probably have uh, much stronger opinions about this than I do. Okay, I'm starting to feel bad for your GI Joe shirt. It seems to be taking a beating lately. Might need. A secondary war news shirt. It's starting to show its age. Age, yeah. The one with Baroness on it certainly is. Fun fact: there's actually multiple GI Joe shirts that have different characters on them. The one that is all faded is the one with Baroness on it, the character Baroness, which is not just used for war news but also used for spy news. Okay. Project 2020, Project 2025. <laughs> I know you don't talk about partisan stuff, and I totally understand why. I don't tell people how to vote either. I was raised that it's a personal thing and no one else's business. I wasn't even allowed to ask my parents who they voted for. But I mentioned to a leftist on Twitter that I was afraid. My intention was to vote third party this time, but for reasons I'm pretty sure you already know, or for reasons I'm pretty sure you already know, but this project has me really scared, like really scared for people I love. I consider myself a leftist too, or maybe a leftist in training, but I'm not sure I'm willing to cast what amounts to a protest vote with this hovering like a nuke. Um, when it comes to Project 2025, yeah, it's something to be concerned about. It is something to be concerned about. So, so concerning, in fact, that the reason I haven't covered it is because I am holding it until we know who the candidates are. Um, I, I'm worried that people are doing 
what they did in 2016, and they're normalizing it. If you're not familiar with this, it is a it's a rough sketch, and it is it is something that I am concerned about. You you will get a video on this once we know who the candidates are, because I think it would be important to have those candidates specifically respond to what's in that plan. Um, and if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you can Google it. Um, you can Google Project 2025. It will come up. There are a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of commentary on it. A lot of it is going to seem very alarmist, and some of it is, but understand it's concerning. It's not something that should be blown off. Um, okay. I have a friend who is independent, right-leaning libertarian in most cases, who is stubborn against anything pro-left. He has many hang-ups and issues with the left that keep him from accepting them as a good option in his mind. Therefore, I found it was an easier strategy to, instead of making him like the left, make him dislike the right. Okay, I've brought to his attention the many barbarous actions of the right to at least make him less comfortable about entrusting a vote to them instead of singing the left's praises. Is this a good strategy? Is there any way this can backfire? Is this even effective since I'm not opening his mind to the left, but instead closing his mind to the right? If you close his mind to the right, it will open to the left. Um, can this backfire? Right-leaning libertarian. If free markets and capitalism are something that is just ingrained, uh, your backfire is that you're going to create a corporate dem. I mean, that's that's what you're going to end up doing. <laughs> so if you're talking about somebody who is on their way to the far right, I mean, that's an improvement. Just remember... Everybody has a path, and when, when you're talking about somebody who is on the right, getting them to move left is a process, um, and it, it takes time. And sometimes it's, it's just one little thing that opens it up. But if, you, if they're already a libertarian and you start... And you start showcasing how the right, and I'm assuming by this you mean the Republican Party, not just the right in general. Um, if you can show, if you end up showing them that they are very authoritarian, what you may end up doing is creating somebody who is incredibly anti-authoritarian, who's kind of a centrist. Um, with the exception of just being very extreme when it comes to being anti-authoritarian. I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to stick with a, a long-running joke on the channel of not saying a word. <laughs> um, 
Just, just think about people who are as anti-authoritarian as humanly possible. Most of them are also on the left. Okay. I feel like you did a disservice in your coverage of the new rule on lead service lines in water systems. I work for a utility, though I am writing personally, not representing the utility. For the past several months, I have been working on creating the inventory required by this rule. It requires us to create an inventory of something we do not own and provides no legal mechanism for us to comply. We will be using machine learning and random sampling to establish the inventory. We still haven't worked out the private property access. Yeah, that's going to be a thing. Um, that's going to be an issue. In our system, there are no known lead pipes and any lead found is removed. There are around 2,500 lead goosenecks that are not classified as lead under the rule. We already target pipeline replacement projects to eliminate these. Corrosion inhibitors are in use and we have no positive lead samples. The problem in Flint occurred after the water source was changed without understanding the impact on the water chemistry. We will spend around a million dollars creating this inventory, and I honestly see no public benefit, public health benefit from this. Um, and then from here, it goes on to say some other things. Um, but I, I, given the fact that the person went out of their way to say, I am writing personally, I feel like that means that the utility they represent would not would not be happy about them writing this. So it, it gives a lot of specifications and points out some other issues. Um, okay, so when it comes to this, you're... It, it's a matter of you are working in a utility that is apparently doing everything it can and doing everything right. When it comes to Flint, before everything went bad, they were doing the same thing. Um, it, it's a risk that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, the private getting at the private property access, that's going to be an issue. Um, and it, it'll be one of those things that ends up being fine-tuned later. But, and th there are probably going to be other issues with this. Now, as far as the money, it, it sounds like this is something y'all are already doing. And the rule isn't in effect yet. So this is something that is, is being done because you're being proactive at, your, at the place where you work, which is good. Um, I would point out that the money is, it, there should be a package from the feds coming if the new rule does go into effect. Um, I have to be honest, this is the first time I've ever gotten a message that started with, I feel like you did a disservice in your coverage that just wasn't garbage. You're, you're bringing up points about the practicality of, of enacting the rule. Okay, yeah, it's not a small project. It's huge. It is huge. 
Um, but from what you have here, especially some of the stuff that, that I, I didn't read as, as far as some of the, the things y'all do to keep it safe, um, remember that maybe not every utility is like that. And when, when it hits a point where the feds have to get involved, it, they don't really carve out a whole lot of exceptions. So, I mean, I understand what you're saying as far as the difficulty, the cost, and in some places it won't be needed because they're already doing what they can. But there are, there are issues that have to be addressed, especially since when it comes to Flint, the people who took it from, okay, it was working to no, it's not, there wasn't a whole lot of accountability there. Um, which w might lead to other people doing the same thing, being less than safe with it. Um, okay, so that looks like it. And yeah, that's all of it, and that's all of the questions. So there's a little bit more context, a little bit more information, and having the right information will make all the difference. Y'all have a good day.